You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. The Daily Music Business Podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi, and on today's episode, you are getting a little snippet from a Facebook Live that Brie Noble and I did all about our failed launches inside of the Facebook group for our free challenge. That's happening now. Like, today it ends. So if you haven't signed up already, you still can sign up today only, and you can catch the replays and then hopefully catch day three with us live tonight. This free challenge will teach you the three steps to launch your new offer. So if you are a music teacher or coach, and maybe you do that full-time or part-time, and you really want to get more clients and put your offer out there, this is for you. If you're a musician who wants to increase your income and add a new stream of income and is thinking about coaching or teaching, and all around you're thinking about launching maybe a group coaching program, a one-on-one coaching program, a membership, or a course, this is for you. Even if you're thinking about launching a Patreon, I invite you to join because a lot of the launch tactics that we teach in this, it's exactly what I teach for those launching a Patreon. So this is for you. You can join by heading to katiezuccardi.com slash free challenge. That's going to get you registered. When you sign up, you'll get an email that gives you a link to the Facebook group. And when you join that Facebook group, you can watch all of the replay videos from the bonus videos that Brie and I did, including this one and the challenge videos that have happened already. So this is the absolute last chance that you will get to sign up for this free challenge. You do not want to miss out on this. It is incredible. It has been amazing so far, and I'm super excited to wrap up tonight. So again, join by heading to katiezaccardi.com slash free challenge, and let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. I'm thinking of like a bunch of things coming up, and One of them is from stress to success. When I launched that course, I also was pretty disappointed with the numbers and with that and with the membership, I think it was slightly different, but I got very similar objections and ran into very similar issues. And a big part of it was price for people and also accountability. So for from stress to success. So that was like when I was a wellness coach, I basically took my method as a wellness coach and put it into this course. Now I was signing wellness clients. The monthly price was the same as the whole course. Um, and, and they were paying for multiple months. Like they pay for three or four months of coaching. And one month of one-on-one coaching was like more than, or the same price of the, the course. Right. So for me, I was like, I don't understand why everyone's saying, I can't afford this. I can't even do the payment plan. I'm so broke. I'm so broke. I'm so broke. When I can sign clients at a higher pay rate who really value what I'm doing. And I ran into that so much. And so, you know, I would bend over backwards. Oh my God. Like, um, I would, you know, I introduced a six month payment plan to make it easier for them. I would at the last minute, you know, the day before the launch for people who are on the fence, I'd throw in a $50 coupon to, um, just get them incentivized or I'd give them extra bonuses or whatever it was. And I'm not saying that all of that's bad, but I was definitely just like hustling and kind of doing the convincing during the launch, as opposed to like really having prepared my audience. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I do. And, and, you know, 
pretty much almost always if price like price is not the actual objection yes sometimes right? it is if it's like really high ticket but yeah, yeah for like a three or four hundred dollar course with a payment plan that allowed you to pay 77 dollars a month i understand that some people are really stuck in this broke artist perspective and maybe some of them genuinely believe they couldn't pay for it but at the end of the day if they really valued it they would have made it a priority and they would have figured out a way to pay for it yep and it just means your messaging is not dialed in yet it means that yep. they do not see they do not see the transformation that you're offering they don't understand it they can't they can't picture themselves experiencing this transformation yeah you know they don't they don't believe that they could actually achieve the transformation again it comes down to do they not believe in themselves they don't believe in you you know you haven't created enough credibility along the way like there's all kinds of reasons yeah. But it's almost never price. I mean, price is never the actual reason. Yeah, but and then that was what everyone was telling me. And so um, that's what I always found so frustrating because I, I always say this because I have clients all the time. They're like, I feel like I should charge lower. No one's going to pay at this rate, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Like, it literally doesn't matter. Like, you don't, don't price your stuff lower just because you feel like they'll only buy at this price and they won't buy at this price. If that's the case, then you're actually not doing your job well because you know, it, they're not going to buy in at the lower price just because it's a lower price. And I'm talking about like the group in general. Yes. You're going to have a few people who like genuinely can't afford this price, but they can make the lower one work. But for the larger group of people, it's really about like having that messaging on point, showing the value of the program. And I think in the case of From Stress to Success, it was a matter of like, well, what does this mean to me? You know what I mean? Like what, wh how much do I value like not being burnt out or managing my time when all I can think about is getting my next song recorded, right? Mm -hmm. So that, that was really a matter of like positioning the importance of the course, but Again, it's not on me to convince people that they need this. It's on me to educate people and show people like, here's the belief you have. Here's why it's wrong. Here's how you're self-sabotaging. Here's how you can fix it. Right. So it's slight difference, but it's really important. It is. And I mean, you create your own demand based upon your own like unique teaching style, your own unique mechanism of how you of you know, the way that you teach and the particular kind of step-by-step -step roadmap that you use and all of that stuff. And if you are, if you're communicating that during your marketing period, you don't have to do the convincing, like you said. So, and, and, and price is like, it's not a thing because you make your own lane. You should not be comparing yourself. I mean, obviously there's like certain prices in your market, you know, you need to look at those and stuff. Yeah. But I'm not saying just charge $5,000 right. because you feel like it. And then the other competing course is $1,000 or $100. And now it's just like, uh, this is confusing because your, your buyers are going to look at that and they are going to do the, you know, cost analysis in their head and compare you to other prices that they've seen and figure out like, you know, is this worth it? So you have to be somewhat on target, but yeah. But that's one reason I don't, I don't generally believe in discounting because I, and, and I, I certainly used to discount, but I have come <laughs> to the, I have come to the point where I generally don't believe in discounting because obviously if you feel that your price is completely relevant for your market, it's totally doable for your people. 
then it's just positioning yourself as the option for them and versus trying to like out underbid other people. Yeah. Now I will say this. And first thing I know you guys are on live with us. So comment, let us know that you're here. Comment any questions or comments that you have. We'd love to have you be, you know, engaged um, as we're talking about this. But what I was going to say was, so a big part of why Brie and I are doing out to launch and are doing the free challenges because, you know, we are music entrepreneurs. We have our own businesses in the music industry and we've both taken so many business courses that are hosted by online coaches and fitness coaches or people teaching those things and not music industry specific things. And we've always had to adapt what we're learning to the music industry because we're basically bridging online coaching space with music industry space. And that's why we're doing out to launch so that you don't have to go through that. You can learn both at the same time. And I always, 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 always would tell coaches, but you don't get it. Musicians are so broke. It's different from other niches. Like they all have the starving artist mindset. And I did, I think that is true, but it, at the same time, it's like, it's still not an excuse for pricing things low. <laughs> mm -hmm. Even though for so long I used it as one. And like I said, you said, you don't discount. I would like throw 50% off. I would, like I said, give people discounts because I just thought, oh, must be the price. They can't afford it. Let me like help them out. And I think that's a common thing that a lot of people do, but that does not actually help. Like it, it does, I think, I don't want to necessarily say it does more harm than good, but I think that it can be really damaging. I, actually, you know what? I'll say that because I think it devalues you. When you start to mm -hmm. just slash prices or you show up and you say, I said it was this price, but now I'm just going to put it out there for this price because you're not getting sales and people can kind of tell that it makes you look bad. It makes you look unprofessional. It makes you look less trusting, I think. And it also just is really confusing for your audience that you're not just like standing in the value that you set for the program. And if you're not standing in the value, why should they trust that value? Yeah, I'm much more about giving things versus taking things away. So like giving bonuses, um, yeah. if you're in the middle of your launch and you're like, I see I'm getting the same objection constantly, create a bonus that overcomes that objection that I'm totally, and you give it to everybody, even if people already yeah. bought, that's the way to go. Yeah. Because that is actually listening to your audience and helping them versus just trying to convince them by giving them a lower price. Totally. And it's not to say never do discounts. Like I'll definitely do black Friday sales and oh, yeah, um, I did a birthday sale, you know, yeah, you, you could do stuff like that, but it's, it's more so don't just be like throwing out freebies or coupons or whatever, because you're like desperate to make the sale because it's not worth it. That's to me an indication that something else is wrong here. And I ran into the same problem with the membership because the membership was like sort of supposed to be a funnel for people who did from stress to success into the membership. And also for any new people who wanted to come in, but like my, um, uh, speaking of ROI, like my ROI was not super clear there. You know, it wasn't really clear. Like, why am I going to join this? And it was still wellness focused. And I think that unfortunately people did not care to be in a wellness course or a wellness membership. Now I had my one-on-one -on -one clients who really valued that transformation and were just at the point where they knew they needed help. But I didn't see that there was a big enough group of people who are willing to be in a lower level type offer for that sort of transformation because it, I think maybe it wasn't specific enough. 
Um, maybe they didn't feel as comfortable also going into their specific stressors and they would rather have someone to like talk about it with them. Um, so, you know, it's, it was the same thing I was teaching in one-on-one from stress success membership. And yet the one-on-one, which ultimately was priced higher, sold better, infinitely better than any of the lower ticket offers did. Like, yeah. And I think that's, that's one great reason that you guys are doing this challenge is that we can you know, we can kind of help you flesh out some of this, these ideas that you have. Cause I've had students come to me and say like, I want to do a membership on this. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, since they're not asking my opinion, they're already <laughs> like on this path. Um, you and know, you're like, I, are you sure? I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I just don't know if there's enough demand for this to run a membership. I would definitely start with one-on-one and see how that goes, you know, and like Katie's situation with her course and her one-on-ones, like, that kind of lends itself to a perfect hybrid group program kind of thing where she could mm-hmm. do a lot of her, you know, have all these like video vault of all this yeah. stuff like that, you know, when, when they're talking one-on-one, Oh, you should go watch, you know, module one, you know, lesson two, because I hear that you're struggling with this thing. This is really going to help. And yeah. then she can, you know, spend less time one-on-one, but still charge the same amount because she's got this, you know, this video asset that yeah. so like takes, the course and mixes it with the one-on-one in a group program and it will take some you know time off of her plate having to spend with clients and she can still make the same amount of money and that's kind of what we're going to be helping you guys flesh out on day one is like what is your offer subscribe today to the daily music business podcast on your favorite podcast platform Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.